We'll begin this evening in the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and we'll begin with verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. The next few verses start out by saying, through faith or by faith. One verse says, but without faith. So verse 3 starts out, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. We believe that. It says, by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God, and you know the rest of that. By faith Abraham, when he was called. Verse 11 says, Through faith also Sarah herself received strength uh, to conceive a seed, and it was delivered uh, her of a child when she was uh, past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. And we'll go down to verse 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence uh, they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, an heavenly. Wherefore God, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. We heard about faithfulness this morning, Brother Wayne's message. Faithfulness to God gives us our eternal hope. You know, as we, as we go through life, there's times we say, well, I hope this or I hope that. Our eternal hope is way above that kind of hope. There, there's no comparison. Thinking of things in this, I, ho I hope I get... Uh, a good job, I hope I get a good grade on my test, I hope this or I hope that. It, it's just kind of something casual that we say uh, some of the time. But, but we'll look tonight at our eternal hope. Our faith and hope in God gives us a heavenly vision. Our, our, our hope in God uh, gets us to look past uh, what's going on in the world today. What's going on in our lives today? Uh, we, we look past that. We look, we look towards heaven. That, that is our hope to spend eternity, 
uh, with Jesus. So our, our hope uh, goes beyond this world. It's an it's a eternal hope. Uh, we, we are uh, constantly, as Christians, looking up and, and looking for the soon return of Jesus. Jesus is coming. We, we believe that. We believe that through having faith in God. We believe the Word of God. Uh, our hope uh, should be burning bright, brighter and brighter in our uh, lives every day. Uh, we stand on God's promises. We have confidence in knowing what God says he will do. We'll go to the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 4, some very familiar verses, but it's our hope. It's what keeps us going, that we know as we pass out of this life, we have a hope. Uh, to spend eternity with Jesus. First Thessalonians 4, I'll begin at verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up uh, uh, together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. That's our hope. And the last verse says, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. These words are, are words of comfort. Uh, they're, they're words of hope. Uh, we're, we're looking forward uh, to that day. It says we shall be caught up. We use the word raptured. Uh, uh, the word raptured isn't in the Bible. But caught up is. And to be caught up or raptured or, or taken out of this world, uh, that's our hope. That, that's what we are looking forward to. Uh, as saints of God, it's, it's our hope. I, I, well, I'm sure. Uh, well, it would be. Everyone here tonight is a Christian. It's your hope that the rapture would take place and you wouldn't have to die. Agreed? That, that, that would just be great if it happened like that. But you know, that was the hope of Christians down through the centuries of time. That, that they'd just be raptured out of this world. Well, we still have hope. If we go by the way of the grave, we still have hope. Because these verses say, The dead in Christ will rise first, then we which are alive and remain. So, so either way, it's our hope. Either way. We'll make heaven our home as long as we're faithfully serving the Lord here in this life. We're looking forward to spending eternity with Jesus. The verses I read, they were looking for that country, uh, for that city, uh, heaven. Heaven is our goal. We're, we're looking forward to that day. 
And I thought about this. I thought there might just be someone that has just wondered, how can that be? How can we lose gravitation? We know what gravitation is. It keeps us right where we are right now. Uh, me standing here and you sitting in the pew, uh, it, it's gravitation that's keeping us right where we are. When I was a boy, I remember uh, playing. Uh, we had an old woodshed in the back of our house, and uh, there was a window there in it, and, but there was no there was no window with just an opening. And uh, we used to jump out the window thinking we could try to fly. Well, it didn't work. It didn't work because of gravity. Because that's why God made us and made this world to keep us in place uh, on this this earth. So if, if you're trying to figure out well, how can it be, how can how can we lose gravitation? I got good news for you. Don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. If you're a Christian, it's just going to happen. You don't have to worry about things like that. Just believe the Word of God. Uh, we, we can just stand on the Word of God. We, we, we know. And, and actually, as you, you read through the Word of God, there's, there's several accounts uh, where this has already happened uh, to individuals, uh, to people, uh, where they were, they were taken out of this world. They were, they were raptured out of this world. Uh, and, and our hope is what God has done for one, he'll do for another. We, we can just stand on the word of God and look at his promises and, and see what's been done in the past and say, well, I, I believe it and I know it'll happen. I don't, I don't know how it's going to happen. You know what? I don't know how I got saved, but I know it happened. I, I know it's real. I know there was a change. Sister Gail talked about when David got saved, she, she knew there was something different. We can't explain that. But I tell you what, when sin goes out of your life and Jesus comes in, you know it and others know it. So, so we'll just look at some examples here tonight uh, where this has already happened. One I already mentioned was Enoch. But in the, back in the book of Genesis, it says Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. The, the key here is he walked with God. He was faithful to God. He, he served God. He worshiped God. He spent time uh, praying to the Lord. And the Lord looked down and saw him and just decided one day he was just going to take him. He raptured him out of this world. He was caught up. He was taken out of this world. Enoch walked with God and was not. For God took him. He just took him. That's what will happen to us one of these days. The Lord will just take us and we'll be out of this whole world. What a hope. Doesn't it just feel good to think about that? That's our hope. Can you put any hope in this world today? You know, there's just nothing here to put hope in. But we can hope in, in our eternal hope, hope of heaven. We believe it. We know it. We know it's going to happen. We'll spend eternity with the Lord uh, Elijah was another one that was caught up, that was taken out of this world. Second Kings chapter 2. And it came to pass as they still went on. This is uh, 
Elijah and Elisha walking together and talk that behold there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven and I like the first part of verse 12 and Elisha saw it Elisha saw it it doesn't say that anybody saw Enoch go up but Elisha saw Elijah go up You know, Elisha had no doubts. He had no questions. He, he didn't wonder how it happened or if it happened or what he saw. Uh, he knew what he saw. He was an eyewitness. He, he got it right. He, he knew exactly what happened. As he went back to the Jordan River and the Lord parted the waters for him just like he did for Elijah, went back on the other side and and the sons of the prophets were there, and you, you know, they had sensed that God was going to take Elijah that day. They, 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 they knew that. Somehow they, they knew that. But when Elijah came back by himself, and can you just imagine what he told them? What it was like? What he saw? What happened? You know, they missed it. Because they stood afar off. We don't want to stand afar off. We won't just be as close to the Lord as we can be. We don't want to miss the trumpet sound. We want our ears to be in tune when that trumpet goes off. We won't go up. We won't be caught up and taken out of this old world. It says Elijah went up. He was caught up. He was raptured. He was taken out of this world. The sons of the prophets, they, they, they doubted. They questioned. They finally wore Elisha down. They wanted to go check and make sure God hadn't dropped him on some mountain. Isn't that crazy? It's just foolish talk. But they missed it. They knew about it, but they missed it. Can you imagine the people in the world today that know about God and haven't done anything about it? What is going to, what's it going to be like? Well, we don't want to know what it's going to be like. But the fear that's going to grip people's hearts when that trumpet sounds and millions of people are out of this world, gone in a moment of time, and the ones that are still here and realize what happened, the fear that's going to grip hearts, fear like, like we can't even imagine. Well, we don't, we, you know what? We don't have to worry about that either. If you're ready to go, you don't have to worry about staying here. You'll be caught up. You'll be taken out of this world. Another one, Mary and Martha's brother, Lazarus. Remember that account where he was sick? Mary and Martha sent word to Jesus, come. Our brother's sick, come. Heal him. And Jesus kept on the same schedule he was on. Uh, healing the sick, changing lives. Lazarus passes away. They're sorrowful. Uh, Jesus arrives on the scene. But by the time Jesus arrived on the scene, Lazarus had passed away. He was already buried in a tomb. There's a song about four days late, but always on time. 
Jesus is always on time. He wasn't late. He knew what he needed to do to throw those people. He was all-powerful. 11 chapter John, verse 43. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. Jesus spoke the words, Lazarus, come forth. And he brought him back to life. He was dead. He was buried. For, for the people, for the family, they saw there was no hope that he was gone. And, and, and they realized that the resurrection, and they already told Jesus that. But Jesus is all powerful. He can raise people from the grave. He can raise people that have been dead for hundreds of years. And at their trumpet sound, they'll rise again. That's our hope. That's, that's what we're looking forward to. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we will be caught up. One, one more account. And, and this is really, uh, this is part of the Easter story. Uh, that I read recently, and I thought, you know, this is part of the Easter story that we never really say anything about. Some of the time, uh, it's read in scripture, uh, with the Easter, uh, scriptures. Of course, the Easter, the Easter story is really about Jesus, and Jesus rose from the grave. We believe that. We know that. We have no doubts there. That's our hope. Uh, if he wouldn't have rose from the grave, what, what hope would we have? But our hope is in Jesus tonight. But there was others also at that time. Uh, 27th chapter of Matthew, uh, beginning at verse 50. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. What a hope. There again, many. It doesn't even say how many. No names. But they rose from the grave. That's our hope. We're looking forward to that day. If we go by the way of the grave, if we go up in the rapture, uh, it really makes no difference. We're looking forward to that day. That's our hope. That's why we're here tonight, because we have a hope. As Christians, we have a hope to spend eternity with Jesus. We're looking forward to that day. I've had the privilege to be by the bedside of some saints uh, when they were close to passing away. What a privilege. What a thrill. When you, you still see that hope, there's a hope burning in their hearts. That, that hope in their life is still there when, when they know they're ready to pass away. Uh, Cheryl and I walked into a room, one of our dear saints has passed away now, but she was close to passing away at that time. And, and she just says, she says, I'm going to go see Jesus. What a hope. 
as she was struggling physically in her body here. She had that hope. My dad passed away 40 years ago. I remember that night. What I remember about that night, when he was so weak he couldn't even talk, and there were people gathered around his bedside. He just looked around the room at everyone, and he pointed up like this. That's hope. He knew he was going to pass away. But he knew where he was going. That's hope. That's hope. That's all we have. Doesn't it feel good to have that hope? But there may be someone here tonight that doesn't have that hope. So if you don't have the hope of the rapture, if you don't have the hope of spending eternity with Jesus, there's fear in your heart right now. There's fear there. I know I used to be there. There's conviction there. I know I'm not ready. I need to pray. But I'm young. I've got a life to live. I have time. Do you? See, we don't know, do we? But you can have hope tonight before you leave this sanctuary. You can, you can come down and order prayer and pray. Ask Jesus to come into your life. Make that change. You'll know when it happens. You will instantly have hope and the fear will be gone. The, the, the uncertainty. The uncertainty of, of what's going to happen if I'm left behind. That will be gone. You'll have that eternal hope in your heart. So I just like to encourage anyone here tonight that isn't ready. You need to get ready. Time is running out for this whole world. Things aren't the same as they used to be. As Christians, we've always had hope and always looking forward to that day. And, and we're always looking forward that, uh, this may be the generation, uh, but there have been many generations that have come and went with that same hope. Uh, but it's just the mercy of the Lord that's been extended this long. But, but things are coming together in this whole world today that's pointing to a one world government. That's, that's pointing to a, a one world Leader, the word of God says the Antichrist. It, it, things are coming together today. It, it's going to happen. We believe it. But our hope is beyond that as Christians. So if you don't have that hope tonight, uh, come and pray. We won't pray with you tonight. You need to get saved tonight. And, and for all the faithful saints, just keep praying. Keep that hope just burning in your heart. It won't be long. Either way, by the way, the grave of the raptured church, we're looking forward to that day. Let's stand and sing a song. You're invited to come and pray.